0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Katie and I just got done recording this week's episode, the episode that you're about to listen to, and I had a blast because I was able to ask Katie a couple questions that she was not expecting me to ask. And so I got to hear some pretty spontaneous yet transparent answers from Katie. Uh, and I learned a lot about her, and I learned some I think I was able to gain some very helpful insight onto how we can better go about our marriage and parenting together and just pursuing this life that we want to live that's honoring to the Lord.
1: Also, if you have listened to this podcast a few times and you want to stick around, we'd love if you'd click the little subscribe button at the top and that way you get a notification and your phone will automatically download the podcast so you can listen to them whenever you want.
0: hey I'm Elisha Voberg
1: and I'm his wife Katie
0: Katie and I both grew up in big families that were fun impactful and relationship rich
1: now that we're a family of our own with two young children and our third on the way there's nothing that excites us more than seeing what God can do through the family unit
0: we're so excited as you're joining us on this podcast as we dive into what the Bible says about marriage children parenting money sex careers roles and so much more Katie are you ready
1: let's go. has been a doozy it's been a doozy of a day
0: ultimately it's been a good day but it took it was in on the way to it be, being a good day it was a doozy
1: well it's a good day in spite of everything that happened because basically we were really 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 bleeding out our eyeballs literally my eyeballs are bloodshot hoping and working towards having the after the baby books ready because we promised them for you guys last week and we're talking like you just don't know what you don't know, and this is the first time for us through this process. And the last, literally, like we uploaded them, we we're publishing them, and then I mean I can't even go into all the little glitches we've come across. Yes,
0: in short, my book because this book that we've been working up towards.
1: We it, call it a book. Sorry, I cut you off.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's a it's a workbook, but it's a it's books. There's a for him copy and a for her copy. So and, I wrote the for him directed towards men.
1: And I wrote the, yeah, women's copy. And guys, I mean, I'll just say this now. It's imperative you get them together. Right. Because the whole point is working on your marriage together. And I mean, obviously, if your husband isn't going to read it, I would suggest you still reading it. And I'll give you some insight. And vice versa. And vice versa. Men. But that said, we really wanted to bundle them. And we wanted it to be one book but just guys read half, basically, and girls read half. Right. But then we figured out, like, you can't do that on Amazon without, like, buying thousands of copies and storing them under your bed or something. Mm-hmm. So that got extreme real quick. Yep. Our bed's still enough as it is.
0: It is. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. We had no room under there. Yeah. So,
1: okay. um, Like, yeah. Long story short, Elisha's copy got published. My copy had issues. I have no clue why I've been on the phone with people all day long. You don't need to hear about it. But basically, my book isn't published and Elisha's is.
0: Yeah, I feel terrible about that, too, because Katie has put in the majority of the work in getting these books published. I I did write all of my book, and yes. which was really enjoyable. I loved writing it, and we came up with the tools together.
1: Elisha's really funny, too. That's honestly a big reason why I want the guys to buy the guy's version is because it's so hilarious and and wise Good. there's a lot of wisdom yeah in
0: there. hopefully there's some there's some value it's
1: entertainment entertaining wisdom
0: nice okay, that sounds great, so in short, my copy's ready uh but Katie's is not, and it kills me because Katie is the one that's just she's been doing all of the the nitty gritty details with finding, you know, getting a book cover designed and taking care of all the formatting and finding the people that can edit our book and they can proofread it and then setting up our account on, you know, Kindle publishing. And the correspondence between each one of those things I just mentioned in short is long, it's long standing. Like your correspondence, <laughs> you go back and forth like 25 times with each one of those one things I just said. Yeah, like said. with
1: each edit, it's kind of funny because it seems like even as you say it, I'm like, Why is it taking me that long? Like, I feel like I've really complicated this process, but anyways, long story short, we have to remind ourselves, I think I've said long story short so many times because it's been such a long story, you guys, (laughs) but we have to remind ourselves that in the big scheme of things, like a year from now, it's not going to matter if these are available this Tuesday or next Tuesday, Yeah. but as of right now, I feel like the world is ending because they are not ready right now.
0: I I feel so bad for Katie because she worked all day yesterday. Trying to get these available, and then she worked all day today to know of well, to some avail because my book's ready, but not to the we ultimate. I'm a
1: delicious book, and mine's yeah. stuck. Yeah, Yours is the stuck. twins.
0: Yeah, they really, I think that they are so, they're, they're really built and, and written with the concept of them being together as a bundle.
1: Yeah, so we can't sell them together because we aren't making that kind of investment. So we're just telling you now. Yes. You can buy one, buy the other one.
0: Yes, make sure you buy them, buy each one of them. Yes. On Amazon. Uh, only mine's available now. So you can just stay tuned and wait until both of them are available. And you can buy them at the same time. Or you can go buy mine right now.
1: <laughs> the For like, Him. What the heck? You could just go buy mine. The
0: For Him copy. And, um Anyways, yeah, so that's that kind of that pretty much occupied much of well, especially the last few days, but much of this last Probably week like for the you. last four
1: days for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. And uh but that's getting close. That's getting close. And I'm really excited about it.
1: Yeah. Oh okay. And then you know what else happened today? What? I left our wallet in the grocery shopping cart.
0: That did that was kind of the cherry on the top of the cake or the icing on the cake. <laughs> the cherry on the top of the something.
1: On the top it of the was. bad no. news be, Okay,
0: so I got home from work, and we, Katie and I were both pretty bummed out because our book, it was pretty clear that by the time I got home from work that our book was not going to be, like, to be ready. And, like, I lost the
1: vlog camera today, so I wasn't able to vlog. So like, I also don't have a YouTube video going up tomorrow. Yeah. Like, they were just a series of unfortunate yes, events here.
0: your world, your world's falling apart.
1: <laughs> oh, Elisha's pointing <laughs> Oh my i'm boy. not gonna say it oh, i was just pointing to his forehead because i have like the biggest zit ever on my forehead i i,
0: I didn't want you to say that i was pointing it out but i when, <laughs> when you were saying your world's falling apart that oh like really like, wraps yeah, it up yeah
1: this too this too <laughs> no, like i could the out. only
0: reason i could say it is because it's literally the biggest zit i've ever seen on oh your shot. face not not <laughs> not in general just on you because you've got oh, such a man. great complexion your but, skin's okay. always so just to give looking. you guys
1: like a good perspective yes it is like gigantic but it's like gone like it's flat it's mm-hmm. like a big bruise right now okay don't picture it's like there's no pus
0: yeah we can price probably... oh don't say that word <laughs> that was that was offensive <laughs> i shouldn't you have brought it up it i know i shouldn't have brought you it up pointed it out. okay so we don't want to take too long on the intro but we just wanted to catch some no, no, of you no, folks the up grocery
1: store oh curtain. you're
0: right yes The grocery store card Katie left. Um, Okay, so I got home from work. Katie was slightly bummed out because my book was ready and available to purchase, but hers was not. And then you were getting dinner ready, and you just had to run a quick errand to get one last ingredient for dinner.
1: I needed the Caesar dressing for the Caesar salad. Exactly. Because you can't have a Caesar salad without Caesar dressing.
0: Clearly. And so Katie grabbed my wallet because it had the credit cards in there and she just took it. And I, I was excited. We were both like in a pretty good mood at that point because you had accepted the fact that the books were not going to be ready. Yeah. And I was excited to be home with the kiddos and you were going to run and grab these last groceries. And then Katie gets home and, and, for, and finds out. That she left my, my she didn't have my wallet anymore
1: I'd left it in this little like cup holder thing in the grocery cart so obviously I like ran back you know to the store blah 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 checked all the places it's not there and someone didn't turn it in like yep. I left them my number and everything not it's gone not some random person I left Safeway
0: it's gone and we're in it's funny because we're not we've never been credit card people until like the last few months and we've got like a bunch of different cards.
1: We have a million credit no, cards. Not a million, but for every card <laughs> we
0: have, we've got one for me and one for you. And we've got our like our normal debit card. and we've got two different credit cards. And then we just opened up a new checking account yeah, with we a have, fourth debit card. Oh man. We
1: have lots of bank accounts because it's easier for us to save if we just are putting money into different bank yes, accounts. Yes. And then with the credit card thing, it was kind of we weren't able to get credit for a long time because neither of us started building credit that's right we didn't get like our parents to sign or anything right so we had to get like a secured credit card then we had to get a normal one yes so and and we keep every single card we own in this one wallet elisha has including both of our driver's licenses which is probably not good to say because when we're both driving they're only in one wallet that works out but Yeah, anyways, I don't keep track of cards real great, so he keeps track of all of them. And I lost all of them. So tonight we were on the phone with like seven different people who do not speak our language. And the language barrier was frustrating for them and for us.
0: Yeah, because we were trying to cancel our cards. Yes. So so we were calling these, you know, the service center for Capital One and Discover and Visa. yeah,
1: Federal, Wells Wells, Wells, Fargo.
0: Yeah and that and it was right in the middle of dinner and the kids were kind of freaking out it was it was like when you picture if you were to hear that Katie and I have three children two years old and younger and you pictured chaos, that's what tonight was.
1: Picture like a Hollywood movie of like parents on the phone screaming at <laughs> like the kids. <laughs> and and
0: guess what was for dinner? Spaghetti. So Leon and Lucy are both in their high chairs with spaghetti just hanging from their Noodles hair. Noodles are
1: on the walls. Yeah, and spaghetti sauce is everywhere. I'm trying to nurse Louie while walking around, like on sweating bullets, talking to some person who's spelling my last name for the 20th time. Yeah. I feel bad for those people.
0: Yeah, I feel like you were pretty gracious when I overheard you, and I barely I did not maintained feel gracious grace. Yeah, the well, nice thing there. is,
1: Elisha and I were friends through the whole thing.
0: Yes, so that's something else. So that kind of leads us into one other point we want to bring up before we get into today's today's episode, and that is, Katie and I are doing really well in our marriage right now. Katie just mentioned briefly that in the midst of this chaotic evening, we stayed united and we were a team throughout it, wouldn't you say?
1: Yes, definitely. And we couldn't leave you guys hanging because our last week was about, you know, a spiral yes. and how we get out of it and some things we were implementing. And that wasn't the bottom of the spiral.
0: It wasn't actually. So we were in a bad place or not a great place in our marriage when we when we recorded last week's ep- episode.
1: Yeah, I feel like we were in It wasn't so much as we were a bad place in our marriage. It was more like distance in our marriage, Mm -hmm. which isn't a great place to be, but we weren't doing well individually, which affected our marriage. It wasn't like we were just like at each other in our marriage Mm -hmm. necessarily though.
0: Yep. And, and that wasn't, that wasn't even the rock bottom for that, (laughs) that week we got, it got lower and we had a really low moment in our marriage. Um, maybe one of the top three low moments in our marriage, would you say?
1: Yeah, it wasn't like a fight. It was just a low moment.
0: It was just a low moment. Just you know, consecutive days of feeling distance and um, lack of sleep and emotion and sin and many things that just led to us feeling distant and mm-hmm. the Satan and Satan working in that to bring, um, I guess, discouragement and sadness and guilt and many things. And so it, we had a rough week last week. But I guess that I say that to say that through it and through God's faithfulness you know, if I think Wednesday was kind of a low, low moment in mm-hmm. that journey and here we are on Monday night and I'd say that we've experienced remarkable highs and just incredible redemption since that low moment. Yeah. And I, I think it's
1: just so cool how so often on the other side of what seems like a wall in marriage, there's just so much joy and blessing when you work through that mm-hmm. and have the hard conversations and, yeah, just go through those things that aren't pretty and fun to go through in a marriage. Yep. But if Elisha and I had just given up and stayed in that place of distance and been like, you know what, we aren't going to address this. We're just going to like tippy-toe mm. around the issues here, mm. keep moving on. We would have just kept getting more and more distant. Yeah. But as it is... I mean, and you guys can attest to this. I'm sure when you work through those hard things, it deepens your marriage and you have a deeper understanding for each other and a deeper grace for each other and a, a deeper love and respect. So I'm just really, really grateful for someone who's willing to work at marriage as much as I want to work at marriage.
0: Oh, same here. And Katie has so much grace and desire to to work through hardships. And it's remarkable how hardships are really an opportunity for growth or they're an opportunity for more distance and more Mm -hmm. coldness towards each other. And, and we're just so grateful that the Lord was merciful and, and giving Katie and I both the desire Mm -hmm. to want to work through the, the hard the hardship and come out the other side, literally feeling stronger than ever Mm -hmm. and feeling more united than ever and enjoying more marriage more than ever and enjoying each other more than ever. Well, you
1: do appreciate each other more when things are going well, when something doesn't go well mm-hmm. and you have that taste of like, wow, I do not want a marriage that feels like this. Mm. And then when you're experiencing those joys, it's just so freeing and so exciting. Mm. And You could appreciate it so much more. Yes.
0: So thank you so much to many of you who reached out to both Katie and I and just encouraged us over this last week. Uh, You were so kind and just giving encouraging uh, thoughts and messages and sharing that you were praying for us. That just meant a lot to both Katie and I.
1: Yes. Thank Um, you.
0: Yeah, because we just want to honor the Lord with our marriage and we want to be united and uh, we care deeply about marriage and so we want to live it out. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to the main topic of today's episode and that is I'm going to be giving Katie an opportunity to answer some questions that I've come up with. Uh, and maybe these, these are, it's interesting timing because I'll be the first to say that the hardship of last week was if not a hundred percent, 99.9% because of me. I was very, very, very not cool over the last week and, uh, which, yes, that's true, Katie. And, And so I I, I really brought a lot of the marital hardship upon myself and upon our marriage. Um, So these questions, I think, are are timely, considering that, you know, considering what we've just come through. And I'm excited to hear your thoughts on them, Katie. And just so you folks know, Katie has zero idea what questions I'm going to ask her.
1: Also, just so you guys know, we've kind of done this thing where, I mean, you guys have listened to it, where I asked Elisha questions. Elisha's really good at thinking on his feet. It is one of his skills and whether it's on stage or whether it's in a conversation, regardless of where he is, brilliant thoughts just come to his brain. Whatever. That's so not true. Yes, it is. And you're just so good at just like in the moment, your brain's just like, and then you're Words come out. I'm really good at talking on my feet, but not thinking on my feet. So <laughs> just <laughs> take this for whatever it's worth, you guys. I'll okay. probably second guess my favorite color if he asked me right now.
0: Okay. So question number one for you, Catherine Joy Johnson.
1: Whoa. Voteberg.
0: Catherine Joy Votberg. That was weird. I just call you by your maiden name.
1: Well, that's because you've heard those three names together so much. Yes. probably.
0: Okay, Catherine Joy Votberg, what is one thing I could do immediately to be more sensitive?
1: Uh, Wow. You know, I always thought it would be fun to join pageants, but <laughs> I'm starting to realize why it wouldn't be a good idea to be in a beauty pageant. Yeah, they think, ask questions that are hard, and you have to just think about it.
0: You look so good, you wouldn't even need to talk.
1: Yeah, well, that's it. Okay, so what is something you could do right now for me to be more sensitive to me? Yes. Um, I think you're really incredibly in tune to my emotions, honestly. And I think that probably the biggest thing for me is listening without saying uh-huh when I'm telling you something. And I've told you this before, and you've gotten (laughs) so much better. So much better. Oh,
0: this is so convicting. No,
1: you rarely do this. It's literally the only thing I can think of right now. But sometimes when I tell you something, I talk to you a lot, so I don't really blame you. Because sometimes (laughs) I'm saying things that are just kind of coming to my brain. And sometimes I'm saying things that I emotionally really mean. But in those times when I emotionally really mean something, and you're like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like... Well, let me just say the sentence oh. and then you tell me with the...
0: Ah, that's so lame because I feel like that is so stereotypical <laughs> checked out husband right there.
1: No. When you
0: are uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I say, uh-huh, like in the wrong moment, right? Yeah, Like with exactly. the wrong timing, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, just when you're saying it mid-sentence, and usually, though, I will say, I do stop you like right then. If I notice, you're kind of like a-hying
0: uh-huh. and
1: say like, hey, you know what? This means a lot to me actually, like... Do you know what I just said? <laughs> but that rarely happens, and yeah. you are very sensitive no, and then but I do tune. So that. that's literally the only thing I can think Even of. Even though
0: it's rare, it's consistent.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it is I consistent. You are right. I do that. That's good. Thank you for saying that, because I think that it's easy for me to push that off as kind of a silly thing that you call me out on, and we laugh about it. But if that, if it's a, an area that I can grow in sensitivity, that adds up over time. I think little things like that are blocks, you know, uh, tiny bricks build big walls. Mm -hmm. And I want to do whatever I can to eliminate any negative bricks, you know, and really start building bridges to your heart. Um,
1: That's so poetic. (laughs) word i feel like we're dating or something and elisha would send these text messages how like knowing him now he probably sent it it was like oh yeah that sounds awesome (laughs) 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 i feel like that like you'll say something and you'll just like give yourself a pat on the back like That sounds sweet. Stop it. (laughs)
0: That that one sounded kind of dumb. It does sound
1: sweet, though. And I will say this, though. I do feel like on this topic, I don't have any bitterness built up or Mm -hmm. any, like, sensitivity there because I do feel like we keep really short accounts. Mm -hmm. And so if I don't feel like, you know, you aren't treating something as heavily as I'd like you to treat it, then we do typically talk about it right then. Yeah. And And I'm grateful for that. wait for, you know.
0: And I want to keep it that way. I, the last thing I want to do is wait until bitterness builds up, then we have to... You
1: never listen to me when I'm talking.
0: Right. I don't want to have to address something from a place of deep pain or deep yeah. hurt. But yet this is something that over time could, could lead to that. And so I'm grateful that we have a chance to head it off at the
1: past. Yeah, here. that's a great question.
0: Okay. Question number two. All right. This one's kind of long, so buckle up. <laughs> okay. Katie, your primary love language is quality time. As our children grow, along with the complexity of our life, what's a practical way you see your quality time love tank being filled?
1: Okay, so this one's actually really easy for me. Okay. And you do a really good job of this. Taking me on dates is is like the biggest blessing ever. Really? Date night? That's so good. I love date night. When I wrote
0: this question down, I was kind of hoping that was the answer.
1: Okay. That's good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I was, but carry on. I didn't want to cut you off actually.
1: You're like, before you get too excited, there's something else.
0: (laughs) No, no. I want to hear hear the rest. I was really excited. That's why I jumped in, but I feel like you had more to say.
1: No. Okay. So yeah. Date nights are huge for me. And I notice when we go a week without a date night, I just start to feel really needy. Mm -hmm. And, but if we get that time away from the kiddos, I also love, like I said this last week, just the process of dressing up and -hmm. doing something that's really fun for me. And so it's like a fun thing combined with my love language. And it's just like really meaningful.
0: That's so good. The reason I'm excited is because I thoroughly enjoy date night. And so that's a really fun thing for me to picture being intentional about keeping and and continuing to implement that in our life as our, you know, as our children grow up, the complexity of life grows. I -hmm. really want to make that a priority and keep it consistent. And what's cool is that we always learn something new. Like you just mentioned how you enjoy dressing up for date night and that whole process of getting ready for a, for date night is it's part of the experience for you. Mm -hmm. And I learned this week that I've been insensitive to that area of date night.
1: Well, I think I never communicated it.
0: Sure. I think yeah, you're right. It didn't it didn't dawn on me that for instance, Katie and I had a babysitter coming at I think
1: uh
0: 5:30. 5:30 p.m. for date night. And so I was at work and I was wrapping some stuff up. It was Friday night and so I wanted to close up, you know, tie up some loose ends before I went home for the weekend. And I got home right at 5:30. And I was thinking...
1: Well, you can give yourself a little more credit than that. It was 5.15.
0: Okay, there you go. 5.15. Yeah.
1: So it wasn't... I had 15 minutes, but getting dressed when with the three kids is, you know, it's like a challenge. And so I'm not... I kind of like to do things extra special if we're going on a date night, it's, yes. it can just get kind of stressful if they're like all in the bathroom and like right. grabbing stuff out from under the sink or I can't hold Louie. Yeah, you know. They're falling off the yeah, counter. Like the yeah. whole thing. And then trying to get the house clean for a day. And you know, there's just yes. a lot of like, make sure my kids have clothes on. Yep. Just a lot of loose ends. Yeah.
0: So basically I got home at 515 with the expectation that Katie would be ready to leave on our date at 530. Mm-hmm. And Again, Katie was a little bit frustrated because she really wanted – I think you really wanted to do enjoy, like you said, the process of getting dressed up and really getting getting ready to go on a, you know, a night out. And instead, you felt hurried and you felt like the house wasn't put together. And had I just made an effort to get home earlier, then you would have been given a little bit more leeway mm-hmm. where I could take the kids and you could really get ready for date night. And yeah. I, I was able to learn that last week and it, and it hadn't dawned on me.
1: Well, um, yeah, like I said, I I didn't hold that against you at all because I don't think I even realized it's that whole like unsaid, unmet expectations. Hmm. I'd never communicated that to Elisha. And so it was like I couldn't be mad at him. I didn't, I was unhappy with like the situation, but right. it dawned on me like, okay, I need to actually communicate this because when I do communicate my feelings or a desire, like you guys here, Elisha takes it and run with, runs with it. Like, i will remember next time. Sure. Or you know, I can... I at
0: least know what to aim for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Or text me if it's not going to happen or whatever, so I can kind of, you know, yes. just expect that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was going to answer the second half of the question, though. When I get into bed, I typically get into bed after you because I have a longer, like, wind-down routine, I feel like, mm-hmm. with washing my face and everything. So if you're like... And I, I've brought this up before, but when you like to read. Mm-hmm. And so when you read your book and when I get in bed, you take the time to just pause reading your book and, you know, fold the page and just give me a hug or we can chat for a couple minutes or whatever. And then you go back to reading your book. That makes me feel so loved. okay, And like that one-on-one, um, you know, it's like a quality time moment. So yes. if I do have something on my heart from the day, I don't feel like I'm interrupting you from your reading to be able to tell you it.
0: Hmm, that's good.
1: So I just like having that opening if I do, you know, have something to share.
0: Good, good. I'm like really, really happy with your answers. (laughs) (laughs) Those are two things I enjoy doing.
1: You such a good job. Oh,
0: I don't do, I don't, well, I'm grateful that you feel that way, but those are two things I enjoy doing, date night and then connecting with you before, you know, in bed, before we go to sleep and be able to talk for a few minutes in bed is always so enjoyable. So I'm grateful that you feel that way about those those two things good okay great so question number three katie i want to lead well spiritually emotionally and financially out of those three categories which one would you say i have the most room for growth
1: wow that's a hard-hitting question wait spiritually what are they financially and emotionally is that what you said yeah spiritually financially and emotionally i think you do a really good job in all these areas elisha
0: that wasn't the question the question was out of these three categories which one do you think i have the most room for growth
1: i don't know
0: so you don't think i can grow in any of these areas
1: no i mean i know you're capable of growing in all of those areas so
0: if you were to just you know guess at which one i have the ability to grow the most in—spiritually,
1: emotionally and what's he financially financially well, I think that, let's see, let's just do a process of elimination, I guess. Um, I feel very emotionally connected to you right now. And I feel like we're really in tune with each other. And when we're off, we both know it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can come to you for anything. And financially, I think we both talked about this. We kind of feel the best we've ever felt in our marriage. Finance-wise. finance, finance wise. At least I do. I can speak for myself. Okay. I feel very like if we need something or if we want something, we can buy it. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of allocating resources, I guess, where they're going to be the best used. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel any restriction necessarily. More than... You're always going to feel restriction because the once a man are never satisfied. Mm-hmm. You know, but I feel very satisfied. And then spiritually I feel like you're really growing spiritually a lot right now and I think that's an area we both want to grow in the most right now I would say yeah I think that's probably probably where Just you like, and I
0: both really want to I can speak for myself if I well, were to answer we this both question do yeah I'd say I'd put it spiritually mm-hmm.
1: um, and I think a big part of that is the whole um, like sleep thing for both of us we're both kind of running on low sleep right mm-hmm. now and so those times in the morning are like faster. Whoa. Knocked my can there of a sparkling water. (laughs) So I would say that's area probably we both at least based on our conversations want to grow in the most. Yes. I agree. I don't, it's not that I don't feel you're leading. You're not leading spiritually though, because like I love how you take the kids. You do Bible times with them. You pray with them when they go to bed, Mm -hmm. you talk to me about what you're learning and your desire for spiritual growth. And so like I hear you up here getting ready and like listening to God's word being read on scripture mm-hmm. and all those things mean so much to me. Mm-hmm. So it's not at all like I'm there's a deficit there that I'm feeling. Hmm. I just think based on conversations that we have, yes, that's what we want to grow on the most.
0: Yeah, I think so. For me too. Yeah. I would say the same thing. I think I've got plenty of room to grow spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Katie, how old are you?
1: Twenty four. Twenty four I had to ask Elisha that yesterday. Old.
0: Okay, so this question's not, it's not like you're going back that far in time, but if you could go back to and meet the 18-year-old Katie Joy, Catherine Joy, and you sat down with her in a room, it's just you and her, mm-hmm. and two two empty chairs, and maybe there's a table in there with okay, a okay. notebook. Okay, okay. <laughs> and you get to tell her one thing, what would you tell the 18 year old you
1: i would say try to hold elisha's hand and tell him everything you love about him and then you'll fall in love a lot sooner (laughs) legitimately elisha
0: wow explain okay because i feel like we're very much in love and we're very much happy in our marriage
1: i've never been so happy in my life like being married you guys really balanced me out just being married to Elisha specifically. (laughs) Um, It wasn't just the act of marriage. Uh, He just brought so much stability to my life and um, like emotionally. And I used to be, it's funny for me to say this because I'm coming off a stressful week, but I used to not control my stress really well. I think that's a big reason of why I went bald at four and why I lost a lot of my hair again at 19. And he's just really helped balance me out and ground me. And I'm a totally I'm an independent dependent person I've talked about this I'm independent from everyone but Elisha like as far as he's like my best friend he's my confidant he's my lover he's everything you know aside from the Lord but he's my physical everything and so my life's just gotten so much better with him and I felt like my life really I loved my life before I love my family you guys know I love my family I talk about them and respect them all so much but I felt like my life began in a healthier way once I got married and I think I was just like even needy with like guys attention like I really wanted a guy's attention and when I got all of Elisha's attention it just made me so much happier (laughs) okay so that's a really long roundabout way though to say that I wish it started sooner because we dated it when I was 21 20 the second time Yes, the second time. We were talking. And for those of you who haven't listened to our love story, it's the episode like what, two or three? Yeah, it's early on. Three or four. It's really early on this podcast. But Elisha and I were talking when I was eighteen and because he was my crush, I was I felt like a fangirl, like just one of many in an audience. And he was like, you know, the guy playing guitar on stage that everyone wanted his autograph. And that was the least of what they wanted. <laughs> but anyway, so I just wanted him so bad and I felt so insecure around him. And I thought he was just the man. And if I'd known the man he is, I would have been even more insecure back then. Whatever. Stop it. I'm serious, Okay, Lisha. well, Katie,
0: just, uh, again, okay, we don't, you, you're digressing <laughs> big time and I you're think- embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's just get okay. back to the question. Okay. The question okay. is what is one thing you would tell your 18 year old self? Okay. That's what Told I was you. asking you. I'm
1: talking on my feet here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> talking with my heart, not my brain. Okay. Yeah. So really, uh, basically I would tell myself you need to affirm Elisha. Cause I think I saw Elisha as a guy that had it all, that was affirmed by everyone and was super confident. And, Elisha was actually pretty insecure Hmm. around, especially my dad and my family. And I didn't know he was insecure until after we had stopped talking. Hmm. And he went and started dating someone who told him he was awesome. And so I was like, well, that would have been easier (laughs) if I could have just gotten over myself and told him he was awesome Hmm. a lot sooner. Hmm.
0: Okay. Well, this is interesting because the the follow-up question is then, how can you apply that to your life today?
1: Oh, that's good. See, I didn't know you gonna answer grinning. well, I didn't know you
0: were gonna answer that way. <laughs>
1: I need to get better at words of affirmation with my husband. Elisha's love language we talked about mine. it's quality time. His is words of affirmation, and so I do need to get better at affirming you because well, I do affirm me. that's I not
0: think, why I framed I these questions. This was the last thing I oh, thought that would I know.
1: transpire. I don't. I think a lot of incredible things about Elisha, and you guys probably hear me tell you guys a lot of awesome things about him because I talk about him in a very positive way, and I'm guilty of affirming him to other people more than I am of affirming him, and so I do want to get better at that because Elisha needs to hear it. You know, you need to hear it straight from me. It doesn't help if I tell someone else how awesome you are, if you don't know I think that.
0: I, I'm grateful every time you do affirm me. And it's fun to think cause, because uh, words of affirmation is definitely my primary love language. It's good for me to think about that in context of quality time being your primary love language. And that it's never like permanently that the tanks never permanently filled up, you know, yes, and, and I, I think that's so good for that. me to remember that it's good for me to remember that with with uh, with you in quality time because i'll i'll reference like two weeks ago and be like oh we went on a great date two weeks ago and connected you're good right but that tank needs to be continually filled up especially when i think about you know when i reverse and think okay if katie affirmed me two weeks ago does that just make me feel awesome today and it's like well i guess i can reflect on it but i still have that desire to be affirmed by you you know more than anybody Um, on a regular basis and I want to remember that when it comes to filling up filling you up with your love you know primary love language and quality time
1: well you do a really good job of that and I definitely think with words of affirmation it sounds like such an easy love language and I think oh yeah I totally affirm Elisha with my words but like you said it's it needs to be a consistent thing it's not like oh well I just I said all those things already You know, and sometimes I feel like it's redundant. Hmm. It's like, well, he already knows that he's just going to like, you know, I don't know. I think you'll be like annoyed if I say the same thing, you know, it's like, how do I rephrase this in a different way? I still think it's awesome today, (laughs) but I already said it. So that's a good thing for me to think about. Just you guys, that's actually a great thought experiment to reverse engineer. What would have made your relationship go better? Like when you're dating, right? And then apply that to your marriage.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I didn't foresee that happening, <laughs> but I think I can do the same for myself.
1: That's literally you know? the only thing I would tell myself at 18. Because I feel like all my stresses were related to you and then not being with you.
0: Hmm. There you go. Well, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you don't have that stress of not being with me anymore. Yeah, Hopefully you'll me never have too. it again. I'm like life.
1: Elisha's shadow. <laughs> it's like, okay, you stand two feet away right now, okay? Let me breathe. He goes in the bathroom and locks the door so he can like have a breather. <laughs> Standing no. outside. Do you want to build a snowman?
0: <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that was the last question that I had for you, Katie. That those was fun. Were good. Those yes, were
1: fun. And I think
0: you did a great job answering those spontaneously.
1: Oh, thank you. And you
0: gave some great insight. I know I learned a lot from this, and so this was really beneficial for me to hear your thoughts on, on these questions. And I'm grateful that you were just transparent, you know, in in a spontaneous way.
1: Those are good questions. I had to look at a blog post to come up with my questions Mm -hmm. and you came out of yours, came up with yours out of your brain. So I feel like that's pretty good.
0: Well, I'm glad they worked out. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please. We'd love to have you subscribe. That way you can get notifications um on you know when we come out with a new episode we come out with an episode every tuesday so you can be looking out for that and we would love it if you're able to leave a rating or a review for this podcast but until next week we're gonna sign off